0: Hey everybody, this is Will Beinbrink. I am the lead of the Exorcism of God film, and I want to welcome you to the Horror Squad Podcast.
1: to the horror squad podcast episode number 256 tonight we're talking about silent night deadly night part two 1987 i'm with your co-host todd we have joe we have steve how's everyone tonight almost christmas right around the corner i uh, hope you're getting yeah, your last right. minute shopping in and planning those trips and all that crap what's up with you guys
2: yeah i don't do that anymore like i just i've given up on christmas i just buy everyone gift cards like that's, that's like it you know i like don't christmas make the effort dead with him dead I mean, I'll buy like, obviously, like my parents and Sam something like, like a little more special. But other than that, everyone else getting gift cards. Sorry, I just don't got the time to be going out. (sighs) You know, old man, starting to turn into curmudgeon around this time. Like I fucking hate the malls, traffic. It's just, it's just awful. It's the the worst. It's the worst time of the year, really, in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like halfway
0: there. Uh, I don't quite get people gift cards. I'm not there yet. But I don't go out of the house. Like whatever you want has to be online. Uh, I think it's just the way to go now. Like fuck the stores. There's no way I'm going out in the snow and all those people and everyone's fucking sick. On top of that, this year, so fuck that noise. Uh, So like Amazon and Costco and a bunch of other people are just delivering the gifts to me and I wrap them and we're good. So yeah, uh, so the way it is now, I think.
1: Also, great time to buy yourself goodies because everything's on sale too. I'm not, mm-hmm. see,
0: uh, my family's always like, you cannot buy yourself a fucking thing in December because <laughs> I will always find whatever it is that they bought me and buy it for myself before they do. So I'm on a no buy kind of, uh, you know, month right
2: now. So keeping it. I I splurged it a little. I haven't, but I've really slowed down on my collection just because like I'm completely out of room in my apartment. But I did, I, I've taken up a new Subgenre of horror collecting, um, and that is silicone masks. So I bought a Art the Clown Terrifier one recently, and then I went on eBay just for the hell of it, and there were some really good deals. So I bought a Freddy Krueger silicone mask, and I bought a Jeepers Creepers Creeper silicone mask. But that mask also comes with hands and a full chest piece um, that you can wear, like so you can like completely cosplay. So you had a keeper, room, but you bought a so. fucking whole <laughs> wardrobe. So. Exactly, I did. Well, that it folds because it's so long, so I should be able to hide it somewhere. But yeah, so I'm excited. I think it's coming tomorrow or Wednesday. So I'll ah, uh, I'll I'll uh, put them on and take some pictures and send them in the Discord or something. That's awesome. Uh, you guys ready to get some questions?
0: Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can ask us questions on social media at the Horror squad podcast or of course on our discord uh, always a good time in there you know just ask us for the link to join first series of questions of course from our man chuck and their audio questions so chuck what is your first question
2: hey Horror squad
0: chuck here with a few questions first question what's in santa sack for you this year anything you're expecting really really wanting anything like that
2: i don't know i I have no idea. I haven't asked anyone for anything, um, so I, I, I have no idea what I'm what I'm expecting. I'll be happy with anything—Amazon gift cards or eBay or something like that. You know, I've been scouring eBay a lot lately, so that'd be cool. But yeah, I mean, I do want to get a i do want to get a new laptop eventually, so <laughs> that'd be cool too.
1: Story of your life, man. I buy houses right. and you don't have a laptop. That's like a number,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> one bullshit.
1: Yeah, same thing for me. I. It's a problem, man. You're an adult. If you see something you like and you can afford it, usually you snag it throughout the year, so it's kind of hard, but um, I need some socks. Looking forward to that. And I need some new uh, some chonies. Looking forward to some boxer briefs or something like that. So, nothing major. Nothing major. Steve?
0: Yeah, so just regular stuff. You know, nothing that would be exciting to list on the podcast. The only horror-related thing that I asked for this year... Uh, so, last year, I got the Universal Monsters uh, like full pack of all the Universal Monsters movies. It's like... I don't know, 32 movies or something like that. And this year I asked for the Hammer uh, series, which is another like full pack of all the Hammer films. So I'm trying to get into the kind of the older stuff and stuff I missed. So that's uh, one of the only horror things I asked for. And if I don't get it for Christmas, I'm probably gonna buy it for myself on Boxing Day, which is kind of like Canada's Black Friday which is on the 26th of December. So I think that's the really the only horror thing, but I might look around, you know, for a few movies and stuff like that. I did buy myself a few movies because what's happening is that uh, when I buy stuff, I want to get free shipping, but you need to buy over $35 to get free shipping. So I like add movies to my carts when I'm buying someone a gift and if it's under $35. So I've been kind of buying myself movies that way, but other than that, uh,
2: not much. When I was younger, I used to see Boxing Day on the calendar, and I thought it was like a legit like boxing <laughs> tournament that they had. Like I was like, "Oh, sweet!" <laughs> You're all looking at ESPN. Where's the boxing? Yeah, day? right. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh,
0: Chuck, what is your second question? What horror character would you like to see fight
2: Santa, other than Krampus? Let's
1: go, Chucky. Be... I think...
2: oh. Yeah.
1: Let's go, Chucky, because no, yeah, I think he can hide in his Santa sack, he... uh, his sack, because he's a little, little tiny little dude. He can there's some good opportunities for him to be in like a present jumping out, maybe dressed as an elf, maybe a little wardrobe change, but yeah, let's go. Let's go Chuck Chucky.
2: Yeah. I think that's a great answer. Cause I was trying to think, I was like, I think it has to be someone like kind of goofy or jokey and Chucky would be perfect. And they just had the Christmas episode of Chucky on the TV series. And it was pretty perfect. So I think it would be great. I want a Santa like Royal rumble. I want all of the
0: killer Santas to like, get into a battle for the supreme, like, I'm the best killer Santa out there. Like, there's a killer Santa, and he sees that there's another killer Santa on TV that had more murders than him, and then he gets jealous, and then it becomes, like, a thing where I don't know, five different killer Santas are vying for, I guess, supremacy in their, you know, town or state or whatever the case may be. So, I mean, go like Goldberg's, you know, Santa versus Krampus versus, you know, these Ricky and Billy Santas just go fucking crazy, and have a big Santa fight, so that's what I'm picking for my uh, my answer. And Chuck, what is your final question? What are some things you would like to see in future holiday horror movies? Thanks, guys. Look forward to the episode.
1: Ooh,
2: um, great question. I mean, I liked that they did. They finally made like a horror Grinch. So maybe do some like horror frosty like I know we got Jack Frost, but like maybe like um like a horror frosty or Rudolph uh, like Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, which I think we're getting right. I think I said that news last week. <laughs> we're getting a horror Rudolph movie. So I guess more like just goofy stuff like that. I mean, that would be fun. Maybe another good Krampus movie. I mean, I know there are a ton of Krampus movies out there, but most of them are shit besides, of course, Krampus. So maybe like a, a sequel to Krampus or something. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, let's do something outside the box, too. You know, let's let's tackle a little bit more Thanksgiving. You know, Easter, we'll do Flag Day, talk like a pirate day. We'll just go fucking crazy with it and just start giving Mm -hmm. some love to all those little minor ones.
2: Yeah, even like Hanukkah. Like, I know they made that Hanukkah horror movie. I think Steve saw it, but, like, I think that's, like, the only one they made based on the holidays. So something like that would be cool, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you're right about Krampus movies. It's like Amityville. There's a fucking ton of them on Tubi and shit I've seen quite a few of them Uh, yeah they're usually not very good what do I want to see I don't know there there must be one I just can't think of one off the top of my head A Christmas Carol horror movie like a Scrooge or something I don't recall ever seeing one I guess Scrooge is probably the closest but I would say that's more comedy than horror even though there are definitely horror elements in it but just a really scary like haunting Scrooge tale
2: would be really cool so uh, actually, TNT made one last year or two years ago. I didn't personally watch it, but I know it's a super dark horror take on it. Um, so maybe check that out. I'm I'll, I'll look it up and uh, tell you who's in it.
0: Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I'd love to, to see that. I mean, it's the, the tale is fucking freaky as well already. So to put a horror twist on it, I think it would be fucking awesome. So thank you, Chuck, for the questions. We uh, you know always appreciate hearing your sultry voice. Next one is from Your Geeky Neighbor. He asks, do y'all recommend any of the sequels past part two? Are they worth one-time watch? I've always been interested in the films after part two, but never actually watched them yet. So referring to, of course, Silent Night, Deadly Night.
1: Well, I stopped at three. So Steve will have to take the rest of that one. But I would say, no, three is super freaking boring. So yeah, I would say it that's, that's, that killed the franchise for me.
2: And yeah, I can't answer this because I've only watched one and two. So I'm interested to continue on with three, four, and five. But based on both of your letterbox reviews, I don't know if I really should. But yeah. Uh, and also to go back, it's from 2019, A Christmas Carol. Here in the States, it is streaming free on Amazon Prime.
1: Okay. I'll definitely cool. check it out. A there. Christmas Carol Kills?
2: It's just called A Christmas Carol. I'm kidding. From 2019. <laughs> <All the way.
1: laughs> Christmas Carol ends?
2: No? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs>
0: nice. So should you watch them part past part two? Okay, so this is a really fucked up series. Uh, I watched all five of them in the last like two days, and it depends what you're going in for. If you're going in for a continuation of part one's and two, three kind of is, but in a really weird way. But four and five are completely unrelated. So if you're looking for to continue kind of Ricky and uh, Billy's storyline, you're, you're not going to get it in um, part four and five. However. It is so fucking out there, weird that I almost recommend watching it. You know, I didn't give them that bad of a score. Uh, they're they're kind of entertaining for whatever they are. I mean, but it goes into batshit shit. I mean, we're going we're talking about creatures and witches and robots and spontaneous human combustion and all sorts of really weird. It really goes off the rails uh, after part two. So. If you're into that kind of stuff, I'd say it's worth checking out, but I wouldn't like rush to go get it either. It's it's not like they're great or anything. They're just it's entertaining to see what they went with. It's nothing I think I'd watch again though. Next series of questions are from Rise Horror Corner. Got a classic for y'all. Fuck Mary Kill, Billy from part 1, Ricky from part 2, and dream Ricky boats. from part 3.
1: <laughs> so, so two dream boats and a freaking brain head. Bill Moseley. So, do you know what the part three guy looks like, Joe?
2: I don't know. I mean, it's Bill Mosley, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> Google
1: him real quick, though. You're not going to guess. while he's answering, or while he's Googling Bill, Bill's goofy ass, killing Bill doesn't do it for me. Marrying Billy, so I think if you treat him right, he'd be a nice dude. And railing fucking Ricky. Railing him, dude. On his back of his bike. <laughs> Joe, did you have time to look at so him? Wait, up?
2: Yeah, what did they do to him? I don't did they do okay, like a Jesus. weird experiment? He, like... he, so he, he got
0: shot in the chest to death in part two, but right. somehow his
1: brain got like
2: exploded. Oh, in, no,
0: sometime between two and three. So they revived him as a zombie-ish character. Wow. Oh, yeah. they, they, need his brain,
1: they need his brain for like the mind reading shit right or telekinesis or whatever the fuck it was
0: yeah and that, that's not even the craziest <laughs> shit that happens after part two so <laughs> yeah but uh, based off scary, looks yeah. alone uh, joe oh where are you going? i mean i guess
2: i'm killing him for sure part three ricky and then i'm gonna marry part one billy because i feel like he's pretty gentle and kind for the most part until he snaps and then um i guess fucking ricky i mean he's crazy so i mean you know yeah, exactly who knows what's gonna happen in bed <laughs> yeah but. right Could get wild <laughs> yeah uh
0: and I, I agree with both of you I mean it's just I think that's the way it has to be although I gotta say that uh Ricky in part three as like crazy of a killer he is he also has a soft side you know when grandma feeds him uh he's got a you see like a twinkle in his eye of someone who almost like a lost puppy you know you kind of feel bad for him and stuff like that so I don't want to be there for him but with that look I'm sorry dude like <laughs> I just can't. It's it's really creepy. So he said uh, he'd marry Billy from part one, kill Ricky from part two, and he got to marry Ricky from part three. I mean, come on, it's Bill Moseley. And then he said, oh, wait, no, I fucked up. I'd fuck Moseley. So, I don't know, yeah. that's a, yeah, that's a weird. Weird one. Yeah, a weird one. But he continues, what was your favorite sequel after two? I love part five because it's so bonkers. So, I mean, Todd, you've only seen three, three yeah. <laughs> so by, by default, three wins. <laughs> three, <yeah. laughs> so I'm, I'll am i just rank them. I'm going to say, uh, you know, one and two, I think are the best. So let's just get that out of the way. But I think five is actually the best one of the sequels. It's so weird, but it's, it's like funny, weird, you know, and then I'd actually go part four as second. I think it's, it's witches. It's uh, got good body horror and stuff. So it's actually not the worst. And part three, I just didn't like. It's so fucking weird. It makes no sense at all. There's telekinesis. There's a blind girl who is so bad at playing blind. Like, it's so obvious that she's not blind in real life. It's it's awful. It's just, it's not good. So those are, you know, my ranking for the... So go backwards. Five, four, three. Next one is from uh, Cody. Who's everyone's favorite killer Santa? I know there's so many to pick from. I even know an author who wrote a short story about.
2: That is right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Like it. Go, go pick to... it. Go pick it up. Amazon, right?
1: Amazon, yeah, Amazon. I'll, I'll take it then. Yeah. No, Jordan from my uh, book, Killer Santa, which you can buy on Amazon for $0.99. Cheap as fuck. But no, it's about a young man that has uh, uh, mental health issues and he stops taking his medication because people pick on him. And then he wants to play Santa in the local production at the church. They deny him. He snaps and kills everybody at the annual church, like Christmas thing. So ultra violent. So I'm going with Jordan, my pal.
2: All right. I got to go just because, man, it just like has stuck with my brain my entire life. And it's still to me is the best portrayal of a killer Santa. And that is the killer Santa in and all through the house, the Tales from the Crypt episode. Just creepy as fuck. And just, and probably my all time favorite Tales from the Crypt episode, too.
0: I had the same one. Oh, you can't see it, but uh, yeah, I had the same one, but uh, just to go something different, I am going to say, yeah, I really like Bill Goldberg as Santa. Uh, he's just hilarious in, you know, just the, the one-liners and like, he's still a vicious killer, but he's also clean. Like he won't touch his triple pole because it's dirty and just, I like, I like that killer Santa. So I'm going to pick him. Uh, but yeah, the, the one from Tales from the Crypt, so fucking creepy that Santa it's, uh, a definitely memorable character and underrated. Like, I don't hear, other than Joe, I never hear anyone talk about that one. And it's a, it's a shame because it's definitely worth checking out. So, uh, that's all the questions we had tonight. Thank you, everybody, for the questions. We could not do this segment without you. And now, a word from our sponsor, Deadly Grounds Coffee.
2: Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating, it brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for, and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting.
1: Well, what have you guys been watching, reading, playing, dreaming about? What you got going on?
2: Always dreaming about you.
1: Ooh, have course. you ever dreamt you're in a like actual horror movie like like a real one like Jason? Yeah, e. oh yeah,
2: yeah, oh, yeah, all the, all the time. <sighs> I can't think of anything super recently, but I remember when I was younger, I had a dream of Freddy Krueger, but he was a cowboy and he had a <laughs> cowboy hat and a lasso and he would chase chasing me like that it was fucking bizarre it it was man i woke up like in a sweat like i remember like i was so fucking scared but most (laughs) actually just two days ago and sam can attest to this because she said i was screaming in my sleep i had i had like a terrifying nightmare of like a home invasion where like these people like were like home invade like um and i killed them like a couple of them and then i thought i killed the last one but they like came back and they like built like a like thing in my house, kind of like barbarian. And like, I didn't know about it. And then like, they came out and like, I saw them like, like I could watch my, like, it was like almost like watching a movie because like I was sleeping and I could see them like climbing out of their like little thing and stuff. It was fucking crazy, scary, but,
0: (laughs) but all right. It's it's, it's actually funny. You mentioned this because two or three nights ago, I had a dream about you guys in a horror uh, dream. I, I was driving uh, my car, and I had Joe in the passenger seat next to me, and I had Todd, my wife, and uh, Sam in the back, and we were being All chased right. by by other cars that were trying to, like, sideswipe us and stuff like that, and because I was in Massachusetts, I didn't know where the hell I was going, so I was trying to ask Joe for directions, but he was, like, wasted off his ass, and he thought he was driving, so he's like, holding like the air as if he's driving like a wheel and i'm like joe you're not fucking driving one of the directions He's like no no i got this i got this i know where i'm from and then we're getting chased and shit and it's just like oh my god it was just crazy That's I've been wild, watching dude i've been watching too much of a show called uh, road wars i think and a lot of accidents and stuff so i think it, it was in my mind So uh there, yeah that was like only like two three nights ago <laughs>
2: I've been watching that too, Road Wars, Neighborhood Wars, and Customer yeah, and Wars. And <laughs> Christmas Wars coming out next week. Oh, nice! Yeah, can't wait. Awesome. Me and Sam's like, I can't watch this anymore. It gives me too much anxiety. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know. It's, she's like, I'm never. She's like, we're never moving. In like now, after watching the Neighborhood Wars, so oh, it's crazy. People pulling out guns on each other and shit. It's like wild, man. Yeah all right back to what watched <laughs> after that little rabbit hole we went down sam and i finally started on wednesday uh the netflix television series have not finished it yet so i can't attest to the entire series but uh we're about uh three or four episodes in now and it's okay like so far like i'm not like blown away by it or anything like that like i know some people are kind of creaming their pants over it but uh, not me i'm just kind of like eh. i mean i, I I honestly think the best parts of the show is actually when Gomez, Morticia and like Lurch and Pugsley and stuff are all like, they're all together sort of as a family, which isn't much, but um, I really, really enjoy all of that. Then she goes to school and it's kind of like very Harry Potter-esque. Like, I feel like it's kind of a ripoff of Harry Potter in some ways, but yeah, I mean, it's fine. Like not something I am like binging. I'm like once in a while with her on an episode, but yeah. Okay.
0: Cool. So my first one this week is a 2022 film that I watched over on Shutter, and it's called Resurrection. So this movie stars Rebecca Hall, who you might know from The Night House, I think last week, like uh, last year. Uh, fantastic actress. And in this one, she has a daughter. Uh, you know, everything's going pretty good, and all of a sudden she goes to a work retreat and she sees a man there, played by Tim Roth, who people would know as Mr. Orange from Reservoir Dogs. I think that's what I know most from anyway. And she has like a huge panic attack and the story basically involves her seeing him like everywhere she goes and she's suffering from severe PTSD and the movie kind of explores where that PTSD is coming from what happened between the two and it just gets crazier and crazier from there as she's really suffering more and more as she sees him more and more and she he starts like getting back into her life and it just gets absolutely crazy from there this is a really good film rebecca hall is just one of the best actresses out there. You know, she's two for two for me on uh, performances. She was just absolutely fantastic. She just conveys emotion so really well. And Tim Roth playing opposite her was so good as well, Uh, playing that kind of nice guy, but super creepy. And, you know, there's something really deep and demented behind, you know, kind of that facade. Uh, And they just play off each other so, so well throughout the movie. It's a really dark film. It goes into really fucking dark places. So just trigger warning. There's a lot of like uh, abuse, both physical and mental abuse. And there's a lot of like babies involved and kids and stuff like that. So just uh, go in, be careful. But it's a great movie. The only thing that stops it from being like a really, really good movie is I think the end goes a little bit too far in the deep end and starts getting a little too weird for my taste. But overall, I think this is a good, like, slow burn. It's not a very exciting film. There's not a ton that happens. But it's, I think, definitely worth watching. So that's Resurrection over on Shudder.
1: Very cool. My first one is a short film on the Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 Blu-ray. And it's called Ricky Today. And it's Eric Freeman reprising his role as Ricky from uh, the movie we're going to cover shortly. But in this one, Part 2 is based on a real serial killing that Eric Freeman is a part of. And we're there interviewing him as he sets the record straight from Part Two's movie. Is it something you like you really need to search out? No. Um, Eric Freeman's acting has actually improved drastically since uh, this one. Even though you know we'll talk about it later, it's pretty ham in cheek. The, the script So it's kind of hard to work with, but it's extremely low budget. One guy hold the camera, doing all the editing. Um, doing the voiceover, things like that. And then Eric Freeman just doing his typical scowl that we saw from this movie. It's fun for a Blu-ray extra, but nothing that you have to run out and seek.
2: All righty. My last one tonight, 2022 release. You can check it out over on Shudder. And that is Moloch, which is a Dutch horror film. Um, I watched this one on the recommendation of both Steve and Todd, I believe. So yeah, this one is uh, about a woman who lives sort of near like a bog this uh where they're like digging and they uncover this woman that's like encased in this bog and it takes us down a a rabbit hole of a lot of weirdness and stuff like that probably the less you know go going in probably the better but you know there's witchcraft and very folky very full car overall i really dug this one a lot I felt the first hour, though, was a little slow, and it it took a while to finally get to where it was going. You know, I was like, for a long time, I was like, uh, okay, like, what actually is happening here? Like, not a lot happens, but man, those last, like, 45 minutes are just amazing. Like, I fucking loved it. It's so tension-filled, and the monster or whatever, witch, whatever you want to call it, is... Really cool looking, kind of reminded me of Mama a little bit, but way better looking, not as like goofy. And yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. It's not like going to make my top 10 probably, but totally worthy of a watch. And it'd be right on the cusp of my top 10. Cool. My last one this week
0: is another 2022 film. On my 100th of the year, which I finally hit my you know, own goal of uh, hitting 100 2022 films. And this one I watched on VOD and it's called Hatching which was a Joe recommendation. So this one is about a family and the mom is like a YouTuber or social media influencer or whatever the hell you want to call it. And she's portraying this picture perfect life of her, her husband and her two kids, a boy and a girl. And all of a sudden they're doing kind of a fake, you know, like let's all sit on the couch and laugh and smile and stuff like that. When all of a sudden a bird hits the window and the little girl goes and sees that the bird is, like, suffering. So she kind of brings it to the house, starts flying around and breaking shit. So she finally, like, catches it with a blanket. And her mom's like, oh, give it here. And then she kills the bird. And they, like, throw it in the garbage. And then that night, the bird is making noises in the woods. So the girl goes to kind of put it out of its misery. And then she finds an egg. And she brings an egg into her house, and that egg starts growing and growing until it hatches a creature. And the rest of the story is basically her dealing with that creature. You know, she's kind of attached to the creature, but it's also starting to do some bad shit. Meanwhile, her mom uh, is becoming more and more controlling, trying to control their lives and to keep that idealistic kind of perfect family vibe and, you know, failing miserably at it. And I don't want to say much more because it goes into some really dark and cool places. Uh, this movie fucking blew me away. To be honest with you, it was so fucking good. The score, the acting, cinematography, the pace, the creature design, the story, the gore—it's all good. Like it's all good. Uh, the only negatives I have really are nitpicky things. Like there are certain characters I wish they had maybe expanded on a little bit more. Or certain storylines I wish they had maybe you know developed a little bit more, but This is really one of my favorite films of 2022. We'll see where it lands on my top 10, and it will land on my top 10 more than likely. It's just a fantastic film. Very, very happy I watched it. It's from Finland. Uh, I haven't seen that many films from Finland, but uh, this one is definitely worth checking out. So that's uh, Hatching, which is on VOD here. I don't know in the US if it's streaming anywhere, but uh, it was definitely worth checking out.
1: Yeah, it's on Hulu and the only reason I haven't watched it is because Hulu really made me mad because the ad <laughs> thing kept freezing and I'm like, motherfucker. Like I just turned it off.
2: So
1: now I have to since both of you guys yeah you liked it a lot too, right Joe?
2: I did, yeah. It's it's definitely gonna be my top ten as well. The, just the practical effects and the puppetry so, on the bird it. is it's humble. it's amazing. It's it's absolutely amazing.
1: All right. So my final thing, I'm actually going to do a quick run through of three books, um, not to bore bore the non-book readers out there. Uh, My first one is by a buddy named uh, David Washburn, Devils That Prey. That's uh, basically a group of youngsters that do some road rage and they do it to the wrong people. So there's a lot of road rage around these days. And it's like, fuck, man, people pulling out guns, shooting each other over, like not letting you merge is fucking insane. So let's check that out. Devils That Prey. Next is one of my favorite authors, Brian Keene. Earthworm, Earthworm Gods Part 2. Basically, the story is that it starts raining and never stops in the world, like, you know, kind of like the Great Flood. But this one's like a more like supernatural. We got giant worms, you got basically street sharks, like cartoon, but they're, you know, uh, swimming around, killing people. And uh, basically, like, yeah, the world floods and all these monsters come and kill off all of humanity. It's really fun. And last but not least is uh, The Crucifix Killer by Chris Carter, who created The X Files. And this one's like basic run-of-the-mill kind of there's a killer and there's like a religious angle where he tortures the victims and then he also calls the lead detective and taunts him so i got a lot of saw vibes from it i'm not sure when this book was written if it might have bit off a little bit of saw but i really like the premise of it but it ended up kind of being like a little bit too, like on the nose, right? Like, of course, the detective is like a, a tall hunk guy and he he beds like every woman that he sees. And then there's a rookie detective. And of course, that guy gets captured by the killer. And like, man, it's like paint by the numbers, kind of like a movie like Seven or Saw so that we've seen uh, just in book form. So I rated that one a little bit low. But yeah, I hit 50 books for the year. My goal is 42. So I'm going to keep chugging along till the end of the year, see what I get. But that's
0: it. Awesome. Trivia.
1: Trivia it's trivia time we're so close to the end steve's fired steve's fired up about it (laughs)
0: yeah i am
1: all right trivia two-way tie joe and i at 12 apiece for this quarter steve on our butts at nine for the year um holding on 65 joe 60 steve 51 anything can happen still anything can happen i got three todd's originals tonight all
0: right hit hit us with one Ooh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. You have Todd Originals, but thank you, Kayla.
1: Well, I was saying thank you, Kayla, because she sent like nine pages worth of okay, I'm yeah. not so using yeah. no, so. I'm, not,
0: I'm not either, but I will soon.
1: Okay. So, three Todd Originals, like I said. Number one, this 1999 horror film grossed 21 million, but was largely overshadowed by The Sixth Sense.
0: Uh, is it uh, Kevin Bacon's Stray Echoes?
1: Kevin Bacon's Stray Echoes. Yes, thank you for answering in the, <laughs> in the required <laughs> way. <laughs> 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 um, all right, I'll go next then. Okay. Uh, so this is a regular
0: question. I also have a four clue and then a new type of question, I think, from what I remember anyway. So, so. we'll go with the regular one first. In Ghostbusters, what is written in fake blood on Peter Venkman's office door?
2: Oh, wow.
0: I, I don't even recall this scene. It's uh, the scene where he's doing the uh, psychology test with uh, two students. Uh, it, it it pans out from his office in the, door in with, the beginning, right? Right at the beginning, yeah. Interesting, and there's something I written don't... in fake blood over his, like, like regular, like, Peter Venkman oh. name or whatever. Yeah.
2: Okay, oh, shoot. I don't oh. recall this. Spook. Beware,
0: no, okay, I don't
1: know that. Uh, you guys give up,
0: yeah, yeah, Venkman, burn in hell. Oh, wow. cool, yeah. <laughs> nice,
1: <laughs> probably a scorned college student.
0: Well, yeah, he's fucking he's shocking them.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, all, he's also he's very trying, rapey. trying to
0: sleep. Yeah, he's trying to sleep with a fucking student and shocking the other one.
1: I always found it really uncomfortable. I mean, now that you watch it when you're older, but when he's trying to nail what's her face and he's like in her apartment, he's like, no, "Oh yeah, kiss. right, I mean, damn, Peter, calm down."
0: He's very forward Jesus. in that movie.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, I got a tagline, everyone's favorite, to start us off tonight. Jeez. This one though, you might get. Once you see him, nothing can save you.
1: Bye-bye, man. Incorrect. Fuck me, dude. Once you
0: see him, nothing can
1: save you. Ooh, I'm going to get follow-up when Steve goes.
0: Uh,
2: Uh,
1: Oops, sorry about that, noise. I don't know.
0: I'll say it follows. I don't think it's that, but... Incorrect. Slender Man.
2: No. Incorrect. You're on the right track, though, Todd, for sure.
1: <laughs> is it Eyelash Guy? The Eyelash Mr. Peepers or whatever the fuck it was? Remember?
2: No. It is everyone's favorite ghoul, the ghoul from Sinister. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs>
1: what was that one I was thinking about, the eyelash? The
2: like, eyelash. Uh, um... Seymour Salem? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, the freaking... <laughs> it's like Butterfly Kisses or something. Wasn't there a movie we watched...
2: Oh was yeah, it? the was, like, a movie, footage so... one. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Where you look at it yeah, from, that like the
2: yeah,
1: the, oh, that was the train. Was that butterfly kisses? Track. Yeah.
2: Is that, I don't think it's called butterfly kisses. It is.
0: It is. is it, it is butterfly kisses. It? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like one it's good. underrated. So people should check mm-hmm. it out. And okay. RIP yeah. r- 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 to that director. Unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Four clues. Clue number one. Water. Ooh. C- clue. Also, Avatar T <laughs> R2 coming out like uh, coming out soon. Yeah, way I'm in the water. Way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clue number one, water. Clue number two. Abruptly eaten. So we have water oh, and Deep ab- blue four. sea. Correct. Oh, nice.
2: Yeah. Very good. Very good. Shit. Right.
0: I, I also go four clues. Oh. Rocky. Okay. Overtime. Elvis. Uh,
1: uh Bobo Boba Hotep.
0: No, that's what
1: I was gonna guess. Too. And,
0: and my fourth, my fourth clue, security. Damn it,
1: Rocky, overtime,
2: Elvis, Elvis. and security.
1: Security,
2: man, kind of um... sounds like "Tickles the Clown" type movie. Oh no, Tickles Clown. Yeah, you guys want a hint?
1: Is it the sure. thing?
0: It's not the thing. I'll give you guys a hint. Okay. We've we've reviewed this movie. Oh on my the God! Podcast. You always say this. Oh we my review God! This.
1: <laughs> really? Rocky. Yeah, okay, so I'm thinking Sylvester Stallone, or maybe Carl <laughs> Weathers.
0: So Rocky, overtime, Elvis, and security. Elvis, that's the Elvis one's really throwing me off. I was thinking um, Kurt
1: Russell because doesn't he play Elvis at one point?
0: He does in uh, sure. Return to Graceland or something. that? <sighs> Three thousand miles to Graceland. Or... Yeah. Like you guys, you guys get up? No. Yeah, I got no. nothing. <laughs>
1: Give us the decade.
0: Uh, 2000s, I think, maybe 2010s. Okay,
1: now give know. us the year.
0: I don't know. I don't, off the <laughs> okay, top of my head. Give us
1: the director. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: All right. You guys are giving up. I'm uh, yeah. I'm, I'm calling it. <laughs> so, Rocky is the dog. Overtime over is what the woman does in the movie. Elvis is what the killer dances to. And security is the guy's job.
1: <gasps> no, I, P2. P, P2. Oh,
0: P2. That's right. Okay. This is for Tom, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It's it's been
1: been a while. Last year, was it was <laughs> two years ago. We reviewed most? last year. Yeah. Oh, I don't think it was last year. Nah, two no, year was uh, at, at, the, at the most, two years ago. Last a, year we, yeah,
2: maybe. Yeah. Maybe two. Maybe. Yeah, because yeah, Sam, well, it would have been one of Sam's. I think it was Sam's yeah. pick that year.
1: Right. Justice for Tommy, man. Shoot.
2: Mm-hmm. I All it. right. I really thought you got it done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Match the country of origin to Ooh. the movie okay. The Babadook. Uh, uh, England? England? Incorrect. Wales? <sighs> okay. So I'll, let's give, see. I'll give you each one more guess if you'd like. Ooh,
1: um, I'll let Steve go since I had two back to back.
0: Let's go
2: Ireland.
1: That's my next Incorrect. guess. Incorrect. All right. I'm going to go Scotland then.
2: Incorrect. The correct answer <laughs> is the whole
1: peninsula right there.
2: Australia. Really? Oh, it's
1: Australian?
2: Yeah. Huh. Wow. I did not.
1: Remember that at annoying, all. Annoying ass <laughs> kid. Okay. Yeah. We're coming back for four clues. Clue number one heavy breathing. Clue mm-hmm. number two a Christmas story. Black Christmas. Incorrect. Clue number three porkies.
0: Porkies? Is that
1: what Porkies. The movie oh, Porky's. Porky. Oh, yep. fuck. Okay. Final clue. Black Christmas. So let me recap. Heavy Breathing. A Christmas Story. It totally fucked up and I read my... my, (laughs) my... All right, Steve. Uh, Joe's right. Black Christmas. Oh.
2: I'm like, I was like, I was like, that sounds like, so that's, much like it's all yeah. Canadian
1: films. It's like, oh boy.
2: I was like, that's the, the director to both it's, those movies. Yeah, like, right, yeah, was, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I read it wrong. I, I'm stupid. Black Christmas. you Got it.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Good job, kid. <laughs> all right. So this I think is a new new type of game, but we'll see. So instead of match the movie to its reviews. It has now matched the movie to its IMDb trivia.
1: Mm, okay. Cool.
0: The kid who plays Max apparently flirted with every female who visited focus, the focus. set. No. Uh, he's a little player, the director revealed.
1: He's a what? Little player?
0: Yeah. Because he's a player? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I gotta, uh, let me take another the guess. kid played
2: Max.
0: Yeah. Apparently flirted with every female who visited the set. He's a little player, the director revealed. That was the first one. Oh. No. One of the few notes they received, more than one, from the studio was to cut back on the baby crying. Interesting. Baby crying, Max. The snow on the ground was made from material that's used for diapers. Hmm. I got two more. Wow. Okay. Omi is the only person to refer to oh, the Oh, cramp it. Baby. That's right. That's good job. <laughs> To refer to the main character, to the main villain by name, and finally, the opening sequence was shot on location in a single day at a department store in New Zealand.
1: Mm, nice. Oh, so that little Max gets to play, huh?
2: Apparently. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I like the recycled diapers. That's fun. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So you Joe, I think, and that's it. My turn. Mm-hmm. Final right. one. Final one, huh? Alrighty. Quote. Uh, who? Who said it? Wait, how do you know
0: character?
2: Uh, character. Okay. How do you know that my dim-witted inexperience is it merely a subtle form of manipulation used to lower people's expectations? That is correct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can you name them which which one though? Uh two. Yeah, correct.
1: Nice. (laughs) Man, what a fucking travesty for that character, huh? Yep. Yeah. Five. Jesus. Spoilers. Okay, uh, big night for Joe three brings him to 15 for the quarter. Uh, Steve and I both with one Steve at 10 me and 13. Let me add it to this high tech system I got here called Google uh, Sheets next
2: week next week's the last week too, right? Oh, it's, oh, it's... Two more. Two, two more? more. Okay. Oh, well, yeah,
1: do we play during our year
0: end? We will this time. Maybe if, okay. it's cl- if it's close enough to play, if it's not, then we won't.
1: It's close. It's close. I I'm hanging on the fucking by a hair 66 to Joe 63 to uh, Steve's 52. Let's freaking go, All dude. Right. All right. Let's go. Saturday night, deadly night.
0: Yeah, actually, before we get to Silent night, Deadly night, just because we're yes. talking about um, the year end, we mentioned it. It's probably a good time to start sending in your lists because we're two weeks away from doing our top uh, of the year. So if you want to send us your list, top 10, you know, 2022 horror movies, we'd love to have them. And uh, it makes the year-end show better the more lists we get. Mm-hmm. So we'd love to hear them. So just send it to really any of us or to our official pages, and we will include it in the ultimate list. So please.
1: Plus, well, it's always fun seeing Joe's like four-page document. <laughs> God. And handwritten document. Handwritten, <laughs> handwritten <laughs> baby. Handwritten. Still. Yeah, you can sell that on ebay authentic or squad i I have
2: i have the full notebook from everyone (laughs) we've done so i I do it off the same one but yeah i'm excited i love doing it every year i'm hoping we get more lists than we did last time i forget i always want more like i always want to go at least one more than the last time so i think i think our best of the 90s or 80s i'm sorry i think we had like 26 27 or something like that so maybe Sweet. we can hit 30 this time. So yeah. Can't Pretty wait. Cool. I'm really excited this year. Cause like, I feel like, you know, like Steve, I think both you guys kind of said, you know, there's not a clear cut number one this year, like there was in years past. So I'm really anxious to see everyone's list this year. And I'm really excited to see what number one's going to be.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think all our lists are going to be vastly different this year mm-hmm. versus like other years. So it's going to be really interesting to see where we fall on a lot of films.
1: I really want to see what your guys' are because I've I've been underwhelmed and I've seen a lot from you guys as, as well as some of the on Discord saying that this has been like a fantastic year. So I'm kind of seeing like, what did I miss? Like, what did I overlook? Is my headspace just weird? It's gonna be interesting.
2: I think it's been a great year because I have like a lot of four out of five movies like on my letterboxed, which is like really good. Like, you know, there I don't have like a lot of four and a halves or fives. But, I mean, fours still really solid, and I think I have more fours this year than I did in years past. So I, I think it's been a really, really good year. Right on.
1: All right, so coming up to Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 uh, came out in 1987. The now adult Ricky talks to a psychiatrist about how he became a murderer after his brother Billy died. Which leads back to Mother Superior. So, just recap part one, since part two recaps part one for about forty to forty-five minutes of runtime. Ricky plays this gentleman that's in a psych asylum now, and if you remember from the original movie, he's the young baby in the car that stops to help Santa Claus on the side the road, who turns out to be a serial killer and you know assaults his mom, kills dad, and, and so on and so on. Billy was an older kid during that scene, and what happened was, and Ricky explains to this uh, psychiatrist in part two. Um, he's walking through what happened and how he knows what went down because he talked to Billy, who is his older brother, and Billy informed him about everything that happened when the car was uh, pulled over and his, his family was killed and talked to him about his rampage as well. And so unfortunately, or fortunately, however you take it, I mean, I can see someone really liking the recap, but I think it's a little bit too much, but we'll get to that later. But Ricky is going through like literally the entire movie from part one and explaining how his brother's right. And how Mother Superior's evil, I and mean, how he hates Santa Claus, things like that. And the psychiatrist is just trying to get to the bottom of, I like, guess, what makes Ricky operate. I didn't really get his like motivation. Maybe it's just a psychiatrist doing his thing. Um, but eventually, you know, Ricky does his thing and breaks out, and then he goes on the rampage that we've all seen around YouTube for years. Garbage Day happens. So yeah, the majority of the movie is recap, followed by Ricky's escape from uh, from the from the prison slash mental asylum and go from there this is actually first time watch for me because like i said last time we we talked about this that i've seen like the youtube clip like his whole rampage has been s- seen to death it's a meme it's a like it's something you send to your buddy it's everywhere garbage day like even if you haven't seen the movie you've seen that clip so it's actually the first time sitting down watching the film and overall i really liked it it's not a great movie technically speaking acting is spotty at best But it's got like this charm to it that I like specifically because his performance is so over the top that you can't help but just like have a good time. So I think if you go into it expecting it to be like a kind of like a carbon copy of the first one where that's like typical slasher and you feel bad for Billy because he's actually like he's fucking abused, like to say say at least, right? Then you might be disappointed, but you are just looking for like a fun, stupid romp. Then I think you'll find something to enjoy with this. So that's my... Initial thoughts
2: yeah i echo a lot of what you say there todd and i i mean sam said we watched this like a couple years ago but i don't remember anything i didn't remember anything about this movie so it felt like i was watching it for the first time and yeah i mean it fucking blew my mind though man that the first 40 minutes is just the highlight of the first movie like that i was like what the fuck like i didn't mind so much because i haven't watched (laughs) deadly night in like a good I don't know, three or four years since we watched the last. So it was like a kind of a good refresher, but I didn't need 40 minutes of refreshing. It was definitely like way too much. I'm like, wow. I was like, when the fuck are we going to get to the actual movie? Like I enjoyed like the Ricky parts of the psychiatrist, but then we just went to the, 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 the the entire movie, like beginning to end. Like it's crazy. And it's crazy because it's 40 minutes and like Silent Night, Deadly Nights it's like 80 minutes. So they basically just showed the entire first movie. Like it's so bizarre. But um, yeah, like, man, once Ricky like takes over, it's hilarity ensues, man. Like his performance is fantastic. Like I found myself literally laughing out loud, which I don't do too much like watching movies by myself. But like the garbage day scene is just And it's not even like when everyone talks about the garbage day scene, you just think of that one scene, but that whole fucking like five minute sequence is amazing. Like it is the best thing I've seen in a long time. I was laughing my ass off the fucking car flip over. Like (laughs) I just lost it. And like, man, I rewatched it a couple times on YouTube after because like the stunt man, it's like near death near death man like (laughs) yeah he he, he
1: covers that in the behind the scenes stuff he's like man yeah for a low budget we almost like killed that guy
2: (laughs) yeah no doubt it's fucking insanity but yeah i mean there's so many like great memorable scenes in this like that obviously the movie theater scene the fact she hits him with a motorcycle and they just kind of laugh when she gets out like rather than asking if he's okay it's just so fucking goofy but it, it's it's the quintessential like it's just when you say it's so bad it's good like this movie would be in the dictionary uh so
0: i saw this probably like in high school i think the last time so i didn't remember very well but like everyone like you guys said and the garbage day scene is so classic but i've seen the meme so many times that it's probably more from that than actually remembering the movie from back then i totally forgot about that first fucking 40 minutes i'm I, i'm i'm here binging this series right from 1 to 5 and I had just watched one, like I just rolled the credits on one, and I basically had to fucking rewatch one to get to two, you know, and that's that is one of the most egregious cinema scenes I've ever seen. Like, what the fuck are were they thinking? It makes no sense to recap the film to that level. I mean, they're literally just reshowing the movie. You know, it's 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 absolutely bonkers to me that they did that. made no fucking sense at all. So that was really. Like after 40 minutes, I was like tired. I'm like, fuck, I just, I just watched this, so that was bad. But then once finally the movie starts, I liked it. Uh, you know, I think I thought Ricky, he's not a great actor. His dialogue sucks, but man, I loved it. You know, in this movie, it worked because it really brought it into kind of a goofy performance that was over the top, and it just made me laugh. Like every time he was on screen, uh, doing stuff, it made me laugh. And like Joe said. That entire sequence when he's got the gun is just gold. And it makes me even more mad about the first 40 minutes because I wish we had seen more of Ricky doing shit. If we had had another 40 minutes of Ricky doing shit, this could have been maybe better than the first one. Because it's like a totally different vibe. The first one is a little more serious. You know, you you really feel bad for Billy, whereas you don't really feel bad for Ricky. You're just kind of rooting for him because he's hilarious, you know? So, yeah, I... I really like that second half. There's a lot of great stuff about it. Seeing what ends up happening to mother superior is like both rewarding and creepy. Like the way her face is like melted off or half melted off and the way that she gets it at the end is great. But that first 40 minutes really kills like a big portion of that, the score for me, because you can't get past it. That's just, it's part of the movie and it's terrible. And just a note, because it's, you know, in part three, they start recapping part one again. <laughs> and I'm like no I, I sent the message to Todd I'm like are they fucking serious with this are they really recapping part one again in part three but thankfully that one is just like a few clips but still just what the fuck is their obsession with recapping the first one terrible
2: what's the I mean what's even the point of recapping a movie if you're watching a sequel like you've seen the first you know you've seen the movie before so like why is there a need to recap like it's really just an insult to your audience in a lot of ways but I mean, like, really, when you look at it, this, really, you can skip the first 40 minutes of this movie and just, mm-hmm. and literally just go and just literally at 41 minutes, just hit play. Because I literally looked it up. Like, I kept clicking, like, on the thing. I'm like, okay, when the fuck is, like, and then, like, I, I clicked on my thing. It said, like, 40 minutes and so many seconds. So, literally, like, at the, just hit 40 minutes and just start watching the movie. Because it's pointless. Like, if you've seen the first movie, you, there's absolutely zero need To watch it, because you'll just even starting in forty minutes, you can get the gist of okay, Ricky's been talking to a psychiatrist, and that's like the only scene. Like it's literally maybe what two and a half, three minutes of actual scenes with Ricky in that first forty minutes.
1: Yeah. So here's why that they show so much of that shit. (laughs) Uh, So the producers, I'm reading off be, The producers of *Sun Night*, *Deadly Night Part One*, wanted them to just recut the first movie with scenes inserted by from showing Eric. Eric Freeman, uh, Ricky, talking about the first movie to make it seem like this was all in his head. So the screenwriters came in like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> so they made up the, uh, the Ricky backstory, but it wasn't enough at, for a full length. So that's why there's fucking so much recap. Plus, according to this, there's 10 minutes of credits at the end. So it wasn't even long enough with all that shit. So imagine 10 more minutes of them talking about part one. Filmed in 10 days too. So that kind of shows, right? But man, like... Yeah, you know, all that stuff aside, I still fucking really like this movie, man. And Mother Superior, dude, she's the real villain in in this whole freaking thing. Like, these kids go through this terrible thing, and she's, like, tying them to their beds and shit. I think that's from part one, too, another recap. But she's a fucking bitch, dude, and she deserved everything that happened to her at the end. Cutting her head off was a good move. Also, too, like, Ricky, the, the movie theater scene, those guys deserved it. We need Ricky in every movie theater. Right, telling people to shut the fuck up. The umbrella kill was awesome when he, he kills that, like, I don't know, wannabe mobster enforcer or some whatever he was. That was a pretty cool scene. But yeah, like, I mirror that, man. Like, I really want more Ricky. Like, it desperately needed it. It would have been so cool.
2: Yeah, no, abs- absolutely. Like, I-, I could understand, like, even like 10 minutes of recapping of the first movie, but my God, 40 minutes. It was unbelievable. You know what? <laughs> it's not actually 40 minutes, though. We got to be fair.
0: The first five minutes is Ricky smoking and doing nothing. That's then, right. then it's a thir- so it's really a 35-minute recap. <laughs> yeah. And then five minutes hard. of Ricky smoking doing nothing while they play yeah. every single person who's in this movie in the credit. Right, opener. credit intro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, but you got you to gotta admit that you know exactly what kind of film you're getting. When Ricky talks, he's like, fuck off, dog.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love his delivery. And how he sits instead of like facing forward or even behind the chair he sits sideways and puts his head mm-hmm. like that's uncomfortable you're talking to his doctor for like two hours like come on bro
0: yeah one thing i wanted to see more of is his beef with the orderly they have like some kind of like fucking like gripe against each other but they never Cause actually because he wants to beat
1: him. it he wants to beat ricky's ass dude i, I know it's great like, give but me
0: a reason they don't they don't actually pursue that and i wish they did because they had such beef at the beginning of this movie it's it just like a un like almost no words it's just them look at each other and it's yeah it's too bad we really need more ricky that's really what this movie needed and fuck the ex-boyfriend i hated that fucking character god he had such a dick look and i hated it so that he got his comeuppance too
2: i also enjoyed the the lady who was getting assaulted and then the, he just runs him over with the jeep and she just comes up and is like thank you and just walks yes. away <laughs> like she's like you fucking psycho what's wrong with you i was that's what i was yeah. expecting and she's just like thank you and just walks off it's like okay cool (laughs) right no biggie it's yeah it's it's a wild movie man but like it is it's all about ricky like he that actor like just it's not a good performance but it works i don't know why but it's just like so over the top and the way he delivers his lines it's just like i don't know he plays psycho like really well but like and hilarious at the same time yeah it's it's good stuff he's actually really
1: good like for a villain too because he's like big he's strong he's got that like that look you know what i mean he's got those dark ass eyes he stares at you he's actually like i know i know what you're saying about his performance being bad but like i think it was still pretty positive in a good way not like a, a bad it's good way but like i'm like all right ricky's pretty fucking good like <laughs> i I don't even know what i'm talking about anymore
0: (laughs) yeah but look at the dialogue he had to like you know punish naughty (laughs) like like he didn't have good dialogue to really play off of and he did the best he could and he played in a way that i think a lot of other people would have failed he played it so like serious but goofy at the same time that it worked
1: it's how how would you have delivered garbage day Here's 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 your screen direction steve Okay, Ricky, you're walking down the street. You're pissed off. You just snapped. You killed a security guard. This asshole comes out with a trash can. You don't like it. You're annoyed. And you call out Garbage Day. Go.
0: Ooh, that's a guy. I, I got to think of that one. Uh, he, he played it perfectly. It's hard not to imitate him, right? Because you like you it so often. Uh, yeah, I would play uh, it probably
2: okay, like I'm, Okay, I'm ready. Go okay, do I'm it. Ready. Garbage Day.
1: <laughs> See? <laughs> All right. I would probably go like oh garbage day mm-hmm. <laughs> shrug <laughs> uh,
0: I, i'd go like uh garbage day bitch
1: <laughs> like just like add a little little flair to it <laughs> oh man i like the dude that comes out he's like hey what's all that noise and he <laughs> ass, like, <"Hey,
2: laughs> yeah. yeah man it's crazy bingo <laughs> um the the score didn't do him any favors in that scene too because like I so I was watching I was reading I was reading some YouTube comments and someone's like if you really just take the score out it can really be like a really chilling scene of just a guy like walking around with a gun just blowing away a whole neighborhood <laughs> but it's like the score and like the dot the delivery just makes it a hilarious scene instead I like his little giggles too <laughs> yeah it's the best. Huh? <laughs> And then they go to like E.T. music and the little girl comes by like on her little trike. Yeah, he's not <laughs> right. pure evil.
1: He doesn't kill her. Right? But,
2: right. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, he I think he he like feels for kids. Right. Because he was mm-hmm. abused as a kid and he saw all the other kids with him get abused. So, I mean, so mm-hmm. did Billy to, to an extent. He didn't, you know, go after the kids because he knew that that's his people. Right. That's people who yeah. suffered the same thing he did
2: yeah like even like the backstory of him when he was a kid with his foster parents they could have delved a little deeper into that rather than 40 minutes uh once again of uh the first movie like they you know they could have made a good like 90 minute movie out of this with just ricky but yeah i mean i i assume budgetary reasons obviously and and also like I, I don't know if this was released like the year after the first movie so they were just trying to like dump something out there to get it out there but that's kind of what three, it felt about like.
1: three years difference three years 87? later okay yeah. wow.
2: Interesting.
1: Um, yeah yeah but i think like the better movie uh, the budget was 100 grand yeah i think the better movie like what you just dived dived upon like maybe started off with like uh billy getting killed in front of him or something remember they that cop blows santa away at the orphanage that wasn't billy so that was like a good traumatic event and they just have him go yeah they the had, yeah system. they showed it
2: in this movie yeah honestly. oh yeah of course <laughs> <laughs>
1: they probably showed it in part three again too i forget yeah just having him grow up and just be like crazy ricky you know and then i I want to watch it again, man. I just want to skip the 40 minutes, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, they could have even did, like, Ricky kind of, like, killing people as a kid, too. Like, kind of, like, the beginning of his psychosis, sort of. You know, obviously, because we see, like, that scene with the nuns was actually really good. Like, not even in a funny way. Like, you could see, like, the anxiety uh, and fear on his face when he sees those nuns for the first time. Like, he's pulling at his mom and stuff. Like, that's actually, like, really good filming, filmmaking right there. So, yeah, I mean, I would have liked to see seen more of that. And it, there is, like... A, as goofy as this movie is, there could have been like a good, serious, almost like the first movie type of movie in here, but it just didn't sway that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's there it's really too bad. like that that's probably the thing that pisses me off most about the first forty minutes is that we were robbed of forty minutes of more Ricky, uh, which is really a shame. and then you don't ever. You know, the Ricky character does come back for three, but it's not the same actor. It's not the same role at all. So it's it sucks so bad that they did that. But just to give an idea of how much of that footage was used, they had to credit the entire cast and crew of the first movie in the credits of this movie. That's how much uh, they used of that footage, which is just absolutely bonkers uh, when you think about it.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, totally. That, uh, yeah, I, it, it's, it's really a shame. We Ricky was disservice. Is there a reason they didn't bring uh, the same actor back for part three? Is, is there anything known about that? Cause the fucking movie is nothing like it, <laughs> <laughs> like whole different crew
0: probably. It's just uh Oh okay, yeah. So actually another thing I want, this is not about this movie. It's about this series since I don't think we'll ever review you know, the other three in part four, There are three characters, three main characters who like go through this whole thing. One of them actually dies in the movie. And in part five, they come back, same actors, same role, but totally disregard what happened in part four. It's a completely the weirdest thing I've ever seen. That's like taking the three main actors from this movie, putting them in part three and absolutely nothing that happened in part two ever happened. It's just like and in the IMDb even says, and I don't buy this for a fucking second. Despite having a completely different casting director without knowing who was in part four, they cast the same people in part five. Like, bullshit. Bullshit. They did not cast the same people in part five with the same fucking name. There's no way in hell. Uh, This series is so weird. Like, it just really goes all over the place.
2: Right. And also, like, why couldn't they have brought the same other superior back? Like, they didn't even try to, like, mimic her accent. Nothing. She just had, like, an American accent all of a sudden. So is that why
0: they burnt her face, like, half off? So. I would
2: assume so, right? Because I was like, did I miss something? Did like, what do? the fuck happened to her face? I, was, I was yeah. thinking, like,
0: <laughs> did I miss a piece of dialogue where they explain this Why her face is half
2: melted off? Right. Weird. Yeah. They're just like, oh, she's old now. I was so waiting for Ricky too when he broke through with the axe in the door to just, like yell, here's Johnny. It would or here's Ricky. It just would have been like the perfect like uh thing. And I love how Mother Superior is at uh 666 is her address. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. on the nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Nurse Ratchet or Mother Superior for the worst fucking uh oh, figure.
2: Probably Ratchet. Yeah, Ratchet.
1: Oh, yeah, but Superior
0: did it to kids, though. Yeah, that's that's true. Ratchet does it to people who are, like, you
2: know, kind of. Yeah, and Ratchet. They're a little different because, like, Superior was actually physically abusive, where Nurse Ratchet was just completely mentally, like, break you down. So it was, like, totally different, but they're both brutal (laughs) in their own ways, no doubt. All right. final rating. Sure. I, will say, I also will mention this one's definitely less Christmassy than uh, the mm. first one, too. We really don't get anything Christmas until towards the end there. We're um, talking about the first 40 minutes is all Christmas. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the first 40 minutes is the, the first movie, but then, like, it's we la- don't get anything Christmas at all until like those last 10 minutes. It's just like Ricky hanging out in like California for like 35, 40 minutes with no, no, not one mention of Christmas to really. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I mean, I still, it's fucking a bad movie, but a good movie. Like, you know what I mean? It's fun. It's just a lot of fun. I could watch this like every year and just kind of, and still enjoy it and just laugh, just completely turn off your brain. Dumb fun. I give it a six. All right, I'm a little
1: higher than that. I'm at a seven. And like I said, technically speaking, not a great movie at all, but it's that fucking performance, man. It's up there for him and Stooge from Night of the Demons would be great mm. friends. Like their <laughs> yeah. they, their personalities would, would hit it right off. So yeah, I'm a seven and a 10. If I rated it as like an actual like movie, and it would be a super low score, but it's so much fun. So have fun with it.
0: Yeah, so if you only incorporate, like, Ricky's actual scenes, I would actually give it a 7.5, because I really fucking enjoyed uh, the second half of this movie. But you can't ignore the elephant in the room, so I took off two points for it, so I'm giving it a 5.5 out of 10. I will, like, I, I watch Silent Night, Deadly Night, I'd say every, like, three years-ish, yeah, uh, three to four years, and I will add this to the rotation and skip the first 40 minutes, because... It's good. Like, I enjoyed it. I really had fun watching it. That, I had a smile on my face the entire fucking gun scene and uh, the theater scene. You know, those two scenes really stood out, and I, I really enjoyed it. So, 5.5 overall, and that's really because of the first 40 minutes.
1: You should edit a super cut. I yeah, was right, going to say, if you, just wanted, if, if you just
2: wanted to do a double feature, just put on part two. Like, and you pretty much get that's the true, highlights right? of one yeah, yeah, and, the, and the and two. So, just right. do that. <laughs> cool. All right. I guess that will be it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our review of Silent Night, Daily Night Part 2. Next week, we are going to be reviewing Christmas Bloody Christmas, uh, Joe Bagos's new horror movie, which is currently streaming over on Shudder. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can send us an email, podcast at gmail.com. Our Discord is obviously the best way to keep up with any and everything Horror Squad podcast. I know we got Movie Club coming up, Steve, right? Did the movies get chosen for that? Yes, they did. Uh, So the
0: Movie Club will be the last Friday of the month. I think that comes, is like the 29th of December, if I remember correctly. And this, it's actually going to be a double feature this year. Uh, The theme for the month was underrated 2022 films. And we picked Sissy and Deadstream. So two social media kind of movies that uh, happened over the course of the year. I liked them both tremendously. So looking forward to discuss it with people and uh, so that will be then all you have to do is follow us on uh, our discord and you
2: can be invited to that thing absolutely yeah and to get into the discord all you got to do is just send us a private message and we will send you the special link for that and yeah that is about yeah. it one last thing oh one last thing a little teaser all there right.
0: might be a christmas surprise for listeners next week and that is right until it's done i don't want to like say too much but we're pretty fucking psyched about it. So it's going to be
1: it's gonna be awesome. I'm if it, so excited. I'm coming on to interview. Yeah, right. That's, <laughs> that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, We actually Let's got
0: Todd out of retirement to do this fucking interview. So that's how excited Let's we are about get
2: it. it. Done.
1: So, yeah, so hopefully... It's, I, it's I, not garbage today. Don't get upset. <laughs> right? no. yeah, that awesome. no, would not. be cool though. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, a little Christmas surprise for you guys next week. Hopefully, most likely. So uh, keep an eye on our social medias and our Discord for that. Uh, especially our Discord. You will definitely probably get the uh, announcement on there before next week's episode. So uh, that is it, guys. And we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. See
0: you. Garbage day. <laughs> well, that was a good one.